0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from WISE, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With WISE, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how WISE could work for you at WISE.com.
1: Today on the State of Ukraine, is Russia finally feeling the heat of international sanctions? I'm Christine Arasmith. Since its invasion of Ukraine, Russia's faced sanctions, trade, and financial restrictions. Despite that, its economies remained resilient. Some even call it the bunker economy. But as NPR's Stacey Vanek-Smith reports, as oil revenues decline and the war in Ukraine drags on, Russia could finally be feeling the effects of international sanctions. As the Russian invasion of Ukraine was ramping up, the country's economy was hunkering down. Sanctions closed in, cutting off Russia from most global banking and trade. But the economy proved surprisingly tough. Russians even developed a nickname for it. It's called a Fortress Russia. Fortress Russia. Alexandra Prokopenko grew up in Russia. She studied economics and business and eventually took a job in Moscow at the Russian Central Bank. She says the sanctions from more than 40 countries were expected to hammer Russia's economy. Instead. It held pretty steady.
0: They uh, put a lot of effort in this uh, resilience.
1: A lot of Russia's resilience came from oil prices. The invasion of Ukraine caused a global panic that pushed the price of oil way up. Oleg Itoki is an economist at UCLA. He says Russia has been able to sell its oil to China and India, among others. And a lot of the sanctions against selling oil and gas to Europe – didn't kick in until the end of last year. So Russia was raking in money for most of 2022. Russia was making about a billion dollars a day, which essentially financed the rest of the economy. But, Itsoki says, this year has been very different. European sanctions have kicked in, so oil revenues are way down. And now the war is costing Russia hundreds of millions of dollars a day. That's exactly why 2023 is a year of difficult choices. A year of difficult choices. It'soki says right now, Russia needs money, and raising it is not going to be easy. President Vladimir Putin will either have to raise taxes or force people to buy war bonds, or both. And that could erode support for the war, which Putin desperately needs. The well, Kremlin obviously is paying attention to what's particularly unpopular among the population. They're trying to navigate what's least unpopular. Fortress Russia is starting to feel the heat. And it's not just a lack of funds causing problems. Sanctions also mean Russia can't import goods from many countries. And manufacturers often can't get products or parts. For example, airbag technology is not available in Russia. And so basically the cars that are assembled are assembled without airbags. Or anti-lock brakes. Many of the trains, planes, and other high-tech goods that are made in Russia are using technology from decades ago. Russia can import a lot of things from places like China, but... That takes business away from Russian companies, and it risks creating an even greater economic dependence on China, which Putin does not want. But the biggest issue facing the Russian economy is not products or sanctions. It's people.
0: We saw a massive brain drain.
1: Alexandra Prokupenko says it's estimated nearly one and a half million young Russians have left the workforce since the invasion began. Many have fled the country, especially educated, skilled workers. Prokopenko says without workers, many Russian companies and businesses are having to scale back or even shut down. In fact, Prokopenko herself is among the young workers who have left. I left Moscow shortly after the invasion. Prokopenko now works at the Council on Foreign Relations in Germany. But she says she misses Moscow every day. And she still dreams about her favorite places there, like Mershirsky Park, a big foresty park where she loved to go running.
0: There are lots of trails, and I always felt myself
1: really great in there. And I'm missing Moscow a lot. But like hundreds of thousands of her peers, Prokopenko is making her future elsewhere. And that is a huge problem for Russia, not just right now, but also going forward. After all, while sanctions and restrictions on manufacturing could affect Russia's economy for years to come, losing a generation of its best and brightest could damage the country's economy for generations. Stacey Vanek-Smith, NPR News. Thanks for listening to the State of Ukraine from NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Stearns & Foster. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted for irresistible comfort with indulgent memory foam and ultra-conforming IntelliCoils for your most comfortable sleep. Learn more at stearnsandfoster.com.
0: unconditionally committed to keeping loved ones in their lives. Learn more at MasseyCancerCensor.org comprehensive.
1: Jasmine Morris here from the StoryCorps podcast. Our latest season is called My Way. Stories of people who found a rhythm all their own and marched to it throughout their lives. Consequences and other people's opinions be damned. You won't believe the courage and audacity in these stories. Hear them on the StoryCorps podcast from NPR.